first ever Halloween spooktacular edition of the Sip and Serve podcast where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rolski. To my right, Uncle Buck is back. To my other right, Corey with the K's on the ones and twos. To my left, Hollywood is making his first ever appearance. And across the table, my main man, DG. What up, DG? What up? What up? Hey, do you like fruit? Yeah. Yeah. We got new blood in the Sip and Serve studio today. How do you like them apples? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, we're recording on Sunday. We just watched the Bengals-Browns game, and you are getting a look from Uncle Buck right now. He is not happy with you. He didn't like that joke. I enjoyed I it. I don't care. I like it. I don't care. He's been giving me those looks my entire life. <laughs> How was your weekend? Not bad. Uh, the Bengals-Browns game could have gone a little better. I think the Bengals gave up a touchdown in each of the Browns' last five drives of the game. Not to mention, you got player discord, players fighting with coaches on the sidelines as the the waning seconds of the game winded down. Did you see the stat of Baker the last half? I, I know he was. 20, I know he was. I know he, he was for bad. Twenty three for twenty three. I know he was bad in the first Shit. half and awesome in the second half. Five I think TDs. He's, I, I heard on the radio he set a record, a Browns record, eighteen straight completions in the second half to start the second half they said at the start of the game odell had to go and get shit on that's why he missed the rest of it yeah i believe it how was your weekend hollywood a little riding action riding action k&m k&m no huffies no huffies no huffies we do not do polaris around here no we do not um yeah we had fun big old ride yesterday seen a lot of people rode with some good buddies drank some beer Wrecked into rear-ended people, rear-ended somebody. It's fun, just fun. Where were you guys riding? Uh, it's just a local friend at a farm. Okay, and they put on a, like a fall ride, and uh, you know everybody brings you know a little dish or something, covered dish, and just hang out and ride. It's pretty fun. Good time. Yeah. Uh, also, I drove my first combine last night. <laughs> I got some snaps. I drove a combine last night, and you know what? Farming shit, man. I could be a farmer. Hell with it. I was scared to death, but once I got going, man, it was awesome. Did yeah. you take crop off? I did not take crop off. I had moved it from one farm to another, so, and it was fun. So you drove a combine down the road? Yes. Yep. I sure did. And, uh, you know. What's, what's man, the top speed on one of those bad boys? 23. I was rolling about 16.6. Was you blotchy? Yes. And it, and it was all you? <laughs> Gas? Everything was steering me. Wheel, I you had, weren't sitting on Big Red's lap I, just I had, staring. Big, Big Red was training me. He was right beside me. There's two seats in a combine. I didn't know that, but there is. And uh, kind of like a co-pilot. Yeah, he was. I was. He, I was driving. Like he told me everything to do, and he just said, "Watch out for the mailboxes. Don't smash a mailbox." All right. Didn't hit no mailboxes. So uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I could be a farmer one day, maybe, possibly, probably not ever. Anyway, moving on. Uncle Buck might have uh, had the worst fantasy trade of all time, and we I want to talk about it. Okay. He basically just threw his whole freaking team away, and it was, it was bad. So, Hollywood, let me uh, hear the trade that went down. Okay. <clears throat> Can so we start I, off saying that in this league, I didn't even draft this fucking team? <laughs> yeah, and I, you know what? I drafted Who, who drafted I, I drafted spot? the team. Okay. Okay. And it's a pretty damn good team. They're just having some bad weeks. You got good players. They're great players. They're just not worth a shit right now. I know. I need to play so, in the moment. I don't need to go on a whim and hope to God two weeks from now that they put up points. I want it now. I can't help it. Dak Prescott got his ankle blasted off, okay? I, I, I can't help that. Okay. I get that. But the rest of the rest you of have shit. What's the trade? <laughs> okay, so I'm giving up Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and Todd Gurley. I'm receiving from Levi, Big Ben Roethlisberger, Robert Woods, Kenyon Drake, and the sugar on top, Dalvin Cook. I didn't see, I mean, yes, it's a, it's not, I'm not winning the trade by no means. Yeah. But I took it as a point wise. You're getting the best quarterback in fantasy. Best quarterback in fantasy points, 40 points a week. Big Ben might give me 17. Okay, so I'm gaining that that there. Yeah. We go to running back. I'm losing Cook. 
You might give me 25 for... And 20, Kenyon Drake. 20, Kenyon Drake's a turd right now. Chase Edmonds will probably be the lead back in Arizona by next week. So, was he, he not on my bench all week? Long before that. I benched him this week. Okay, so yes, on paper, on fucking trade analyzers, it's... It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. And you know what? It kind of pisses me off because I just feel like you're kind of giving up. And I drafted this team, and I felt like it's a pretty good team, and you're Clay, just giving up on me. You took Kenyon Drake over DeAndre Hopkins with the 18th pick. Yeah. You already had Dalvin Cook and James Conner. Why Kenyon Drake? Because... In a league that you can only start two running backs. You can start three. It's a flex. <sighs> okay. So, uh, what, the reason that we're all going to lose our Yahoo leagues because the guy's got five running backs. You want good running backs on your team. That's why I took Keenan Drake. He was supposed to be good. He was supposed to be good this year, okay? He hasn't had a good year so far. Yes, I know. But did you see him last week? 28 points. 28 points. Yeah. And I, you didn't play him this they, week? They played the team that is on 107 or whatever it is going to Chillicothe. Today. The today he scores over 15 played. points. 15 points today. I'm guaranteeing it, and you got him on your bench. Well, if it's 15, good. It's 15. Moving on. Welcome back to the <laughs> Halloween Spectacular. Hollywood's here. Uncle Buck's here. DG's being quiet. Hell of a mustache you got going on down there. Thanks. I uh, <clears throat> I was told by a friend of mine. I, uh, I'm i not going to mention the friend's name on the air. I'll tell you his, his initials, though. His initials are Clay Roll, and he told me <laughs> because he was growing his mustache out that I ought to do the same, so I did. I've been going strong with the stash for about three weeks now. I show up to record today, and who's clean shaven? One clay roll. So now I'm down here with the, I'm the only one sitting at the table with a mustache, and I look like an idiot, and I feel like an idiot. You don't look like an idiot because it looks good on but you. I'm, but I'm going to own it because November's right around the corner. I'm just going to rock it all the way through till December starts. I got, whatever. Two, I got two questions. One, how much does it cost to ride it? And two... How tall do you have to be? Because I want to know if I can at least make one of those two things happen. Neither. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> like we said earlier, this is the Halloween episode. We're going to do a um, zombie apocalypse survival plan here. So basically, I brought in Hollywood because this guy knows his shit when it comes to zombies. We're talking video games, movies. Walking Dead fan, right? Yeah, oh big yeah. Walking Dead big fan. One. He knows everything about zombies, so that's why he's here. Halloween episode. He loves Halloween. Speaking of Halloween, before we get into the zombie plan, boys, what's some of your favorite movies, your favorite characters that get you in the Halloween spirit? Michael Myers, number one. Absolutely. Like, Michael Myers, that mask is probably the most well-known Halloween mask of all time. What do you think? Okay, so speaking of Michael Myers... I uh, I've never been one for scary movies. I just they don't I don't enjoy, I don't really enjoy them that much. I'd rather watch a funny movie. Yeah. But I was sitting sitting at the house last weekend. I said, it's it's getting close to Halloween. I'm gonna find a good scary movie to watch. So my wife and I, we look up this online. We Googled top 100 horror greatest horror movies of all time, and number five on the list was Halloween, the first one. The original. The original. So we watch it. Mike Myers, yeah, he's on there. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis, all that. It was it was okay, but I can't say I was all that impressed. I mean, was I missing something? No. You're, it you're, wasn't you're, all that scary. It's an old movie. I know that. It's old. You watch that when you're 10, you're going to piss your pants. It's like 1973 or something. 79, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, have you seen the remake, though? The no, Rob the Zombie? Rob I haven't right. seen any of the remakes. Okay. Well, you want to watch some shit. Watch that. It's so it's a Halloween remake. It's just a remake okay. by Rob Zombie. And it is bad ass. How recent was that? Uh, like 2000. Probably 14, yeah. 13. The first one. Now there's three of them that they've remade so far. Second one, uh, I, wouldn't, I didn't really like it that much. But the first one, the first remake was awesome. Is that your favorite? Yes, of all time. Favorite Halloween movie of all time is the first remake by Rob Zombie. Okay. You got to see it. I got it on DVD. Take I'll, it home with you. I'll check it out. I think I'm going to have to watch Beetlejuice. That's that's your movie? Yeah. Halloween. Did you did you miss, mention Casper? He's a big he Casper, Casper guy. Casper, too. He asked me about it last night. <laughs> yeah. What about Sleepy Hollow? With uh, Johnny, or no, is that Johnny Depp? Yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah. 
Never seen it. Plays Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane. The detective. Mm-hmm. Never seen it. What about, you guys like Jason Voorhees? Friday I'm not the 13th? a Jason, I'm not a Friday the 13th guy. Okay. Was I'm Kevin, more of a. Did Kevin Bacon play in one of those? He was in the first one. So that's. He was in the first Friday the 13th. When they were at Camp Crystal Camp Lake. Crystal and he was Lake. on the bed. Yep. And he. Yeah. He, yep. he was. To the bottom. He was. Uh, yeah. With that girl. Right in the stash. Yeah. And it went up through the bed and through his stomach. I'm a Scream fan, too. I like Ghostface. What's up? I love that one. <laughs> that was the scary movie, right? That was a scary movie. Yeah. So, Scream, how many movies are, do they have out? Several, right? Four. Four or five. Five's coming out next year. So, they're doing like a remake, kind of? Or is it just, just leading off? Leading off. Sydney Prescott's coming back. Hmm. This isn't, this isn't really a horror movie, but the gore level is insane. Have you ever seen Green Inferno? Oh, yes. They pop people's eyes out and eat them. I've got it recorded on my TV. Don't watch it. You'll get sick. Years ago, and I haven't watched it yet. Do not watch it. I remember you telling me about it. It's horrible. So they catch these people captive, right? A plane crashes. A plane crashes on this island. And they run across like an indigenous tribe, and these people are They're cannibals. I've heard about it. I've never seen it. And they're popping eyeballs out. And they do not... Like, you know how you get to a certain scene in some movies and you know something bad is going to happen and they cut it so you don't see it? There's none of that. They show it. They, like, they're using elk jawbones as, like, a, a meat cleaver, just cutting people's arms off, their legs, to the point that the only thing left on this guy on this rock is his torso. Holy shit. Every second of it. See, I don't show. know if I would enjoy that. See, now there's a modern one. It's called Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk? That sounds... With uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. It's Kurt Russell's the main guy. Okay. Hmm. It's got Kurt Russell, Matthew Fox, Patrick Wilson. It's I got know, a bunch. I know of, Patrick Wilson. Yep. He's good. David Arquette's in it. Is that on uh, this Prime? Is some, this is some big. It's on names. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. What movie is that? Bone Tomahawk. Okay. Pretty good. How about has anybody seen Hatchet? Read the book. No, not the. It's not. It's nothing like the <laughs> I think, book. I think that might be my only book that I actually read on my own and took my own test in Bookwater's class. <laughs> yeah, you're not a big reader. Never have been. Hey, that was a good book though. What about uh? I read the back of it. Speaking of Rob Zombie, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen. Three I haven't from Hell either. Yet. I want to see it. Lords of Salem. Thirty one. Is that a movie? Yes. Rob Zombie yep. flick. I yeah. saw that one. Yeah, he's a sick bastard. He is a sick mother effer. He's got a hot wife. I'm oh Sherry Moon Zombie. She, in these men, Devil's Rejects. She and, she typically plays like the main lead yeah. in his movies, right? That Halloween remake. She's the mother of she's Michael the Myers. Mom with Michael Myers in it. She commits suicide in that movie. She yeah. was hot. Remember she? She shot yeah, herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's wild, wild movie. You got to see that. Um. But anyway, we, me and my wife, we watched uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I've never seen it. And until I watched, recently. Until recently. That's disrespectful. And then, but I always liked Devil's Rejects. And so I watched House of a Thousand Corpses first. Then we watched the other one. And yeah, dude, Rob Zombie is a maniac when it comes to producing movies. Like the shit that goes through his head to do, to be able to put that in a movie is wild. Especially Devil's Rejects. The ending of that movie is iconic. Free bird when they're driving down the highway and they know they're about to bite it. And then they all just stand up with the guns. Shooting at the cops. And then they just take about 100 bullets apiece. Yep. Wow. Any other Halloween movies? Hocus Pocus. You mentioned that off air. I love Hocus Pocus. You love Hocus Pocus. Yep. Why? I don't think I've ever seen it. What's what's the blonde girl's name? Jessica. Sarah Sarah Jessica Jessica Parker. Parker. Oh, yeah. And then I saw they're doing the remake, right? They're going to ruin it. I don't think I think I don't think it's a remake. It's a it's a Hocus Pocus. It's a sequel. Yes. Yeah. But see, I've always had a thing for Hocus Pocus because everybody used calls me Thackeray Binks sometimes because my name's Zach. So I get <laughs> related to the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Hocus Pocus. Have you um, ever seen Halloween Town? Never. See, I've never seen Halloween Town. Never. It's a, it's a Disney classic. It's my favorite. If you get a chance, get on Disney Plus and watch them. It's. It's a joy. What about uh, anybody seeing Hubie Halloween? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Is it worth it? Oh, it's funny. (laughs) It's a a Sandler movie. We'll put it that way. The whole whole crew's in it. Like a legit 
Sandler movie. Yes. The re- the, it's got the recent, all the same uncut people gems in it. is horrible. All the regulars. Yeah. Okay. All you the happy like Madison uncut, I didn't like See, uncut I haven't gems. seen that. I haven't seen it either, but I heard it was awesome. Mm. I heard I heard it was it, yeah. it got some good reviews. It got real good reviews. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. Not a fan, Buck. Hubie Halloween was funny. I have to start carrying a thermos on my side. You should. And a fanny pack. Yep. <laughs> and a bicycle helmet. You already wear one of those. It's, That's true. I mean, it's worth it. It's going to get, it's, you're going to laugh a couple of times at least if you watch it. Yeah. But it kind of, does it go off the rails a little bit? I mean, it's, Halloween is upon us. In parts, it's pretty stupid. That's my opinion. But, but I like Adam Sandler, you know, so I laughed a lot too. What about the uh, movie Zombieland? Oh, love them. Love them. Went to see both of them on opening night. How about this? Rule number one. Cardio. When the virus struck, for obvious reasons, the first ones to go were the fatties. Rule number two, double tap. You had to get a gun and learn how to use it, which leads me to my second rule, the double tap. In those moments when you're not sure the undead are really dead dead, don't get all stingy with your bullets. I mean, one more clean shot to the head. You always aim for the brain on a zombie, right, Zach? Headshots, Every right? time. Every yeah. time. The, body's, the body, it's not going to kill It's not zombie. so much the brain. It's the spinal cord, the top of the neck. And you don't want to burn them. That takes too long. Yeah, true. Rule number three, beware of bathrooms. Don't let them catch you with your pants down. Troy would be in trouble. <laughs> Rule number four, seat belts. Fasten your seat belts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Number six, cast iron skillet. What's that about? Big cast iron, contrary to what you've seen, it won't flatten the face, but the feel of it, when you hit something chills, your whole arm vibrates. I think you're just crushing the skull with it, right? If all else fails, you pull out the old cast iron and make some fried eggs out of their brain. Okay. (laughs) So it went there. (laughs) Roll number seven, travel light. You don't want want a bunch of stuff that slows you down. Rule number 12, bounty paper towels. If there's one way to describe Zombieland, it is moist. <laughs> Rule number 15, bowling ball. Nothing says massive head trauma like a bowling ball, preferably 16 pounds. Don't use a little pink one. How many? I got a question. What many? role is enjoy the little things? Enjoy the little things. Number 32. I hate to give credit to anyone who looks like Yosemite... Yosemite, Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam, but I'm writing it down. Thanks for this one, Tallahassee. So, I just read a few few of the most important rules in Zombieland movie. So, let's let's, let's uh, explain to the people what we're doing here. DG, you want to take this? Yeah, so basically, we're going to just kind of walk uh, Sipping Squad through a hypothetical. You know, we got five guys sitting at the table here in the studio. What if everybody got an alert on their phone? Kind of like an Amber alert. Yep. But like it was an automatic alert and everybody got it. And the alert said something along the lines of. A virus? Is that, I mean, is that what, 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 I mean, how does it. An outbreak. An outbreak. A massive outbreak has taken place. A massive viral outbreak. Yep. And. I mean, in that COVID that's what I was I was trying to think of the words but <laughs> and as a result of the outbreak people are becoming zombified so cannibalism eating each other and zombies are coming after other people and that's how it's spreading and for those of you that don't know in order for you to become a zombie right they gotta bite you or scratch or scratch okay. depending on what now can you cut where the scratch is like say you get it on my hand and I'm like Zach I just got scratched by this prick. Well, we'd have to cut your hand off. So, would that stop it? Quickly. Yes. Okay. In the Walking Dead universe, that would work. It's perfect. So, from there, you know, this is happening. Yeah. And it's spreading rapidly. What do we do? How how are we going to survive? Where are we going to go? You know, are we going to are we going to hunker down here in the sip and serve studio? Absolutely not. Are we going (laughs) where Where are we going? Are we going to arm ourselves? What with? You know, are we going to go are every man for himself? Are we going to squad up? What are we going to do for food? All of that. We're going to just take on every detail of all of that this episode. And the alarm just happened. We just got it on our phone. Gentlemen, you're the, you are the zombie master, Hollywood. What is our first step after we get this message on our phone? 
Well, honestly, you boys are, you guys do what you want. I'm out the door. <laughs> I have to go back to my house and get the wife. Get the wife. Gotta so, do that. That, so let's talk that first. Our first step is to gather your loved, loved ones. ones, right? Gather the loved ones. And we are we doing this for their safety? Or are they going to be part of our army? They've got to be a part of our army, right? I mean, well, each if one it comes down to my wife being part of our army, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's got to have a, she's a nurse. She's got a special oh, trade. So true. therefore, but I mean, if we put a gun in her hand, worthless. Okay. Put a ball bat. But the thing is, everybody we pick up is going to have a special trade that keeps us all okay. a lot like longer. That. I like that. We've got a nurse. We've got a nurse on our team already. So, Uncle Buck, DG, you guys go get your wife. We meet back up. Okay? we we got to have a location. And while you're gone, you got to grab the supplies from your house that you think will be beneficial. It's Basically. called a bug-out bag. Okay. What's in a bug-out bag, Buck? Your basic... First aid kit. How about we call it, instead of a bug out, let's call it the buck out bag. The buck out bag. That's perfect. Okay. So what what are you grabbing? You got to have your necessities that's light, like the roll, whatever 18 was, you got to pack light. So yeah. you're going to have typical like ret sack buck, or, uh, backpack, first aid kit, food, typical, you know, cans of tuna, packets of tuna, yeah. anything light. Anything anything high in protein. I mean, canned food, I know it's heavy, but it'll last you. Yeah. Light. Anything high in protein. Okay. Uh, fire starters, water filtration systems, all stuff that you can buy at your Pretty local. much everything that I go backpacking okay, with. Okay, see, now we got backpacking experience coming into this. What food do you take backpacking? It's it, basically it, the backpacking version of an MRE. MRE. So Freeze-dried food. Freeze all you need is water to cook it. Okay, all right. And you, you've already got the water the water system to make clean water up I like a creek, right? I've got multiple water filtration. Okay, so we got that. DG, what are you grabbing? <clears throat> I'm probably going to grab my some bottled water, um, a flashlight. I got a headlamp for Christmas last year. I'm going to get get that. I have a Swiss Army <laughs> knife. I got uh, it was a stocking stuffer. I think I got it when I was like 16, 17. It's it's a multi tool, so it's, it's got some things I could use. Does it got the compass on it? No, it doesn't have a compass on it. I don't have a compass. <laughs> Hopefully, somebody else in our gang has a compass because I don't have one. Here's the thing. Cell phones are out the door. Cell phones are gone. Yeah. Cell phones are gone. We have them for a limited time because yeah. obviously we got the alert. Yeah. But once everything starts going down. I mean, yeah. We, we need radios, walkie-talkies. And walkie-talkies. I'm probably also going to grab my 33-inch Brett uh, Black. Um, I think it's maple. Machete? Baseball bat. Baseball bat. Yeah. Okay. You going to put some nails in that sucker? I mean, I'll probably jazz, I'll, I'll jazz it up a little. We're going to have to jazz it up. Yeah, I will. But I'm definitely bringing that with me. That's really the only weapon I have in my house. I'm kind of a pacifist. So anyway, um, there's that. And then I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to be kind of following your lead because I'm not prepared for this type of thing at all. You know what? We'll just say you're the muscle. Whatever you know, you need me to like lug we'll give around him a homemade some, riot shield, some sandbags yeah. or whatever you need. I'll I'll do my part. I'm just saying, as far as the heavy weaponry goes, I'm not gonna be. I don't I'm think not we're gonna, gonna be lacking weapons. I I think if we ever had weapons, not saying that any of us own any weapons. I'm saying if we did, I think we'd be taken care of very well. I think so. I mean, looking at the guys that are sitting sitting around. Yeah, here. we're we're that's one one thing that we're not going to be lacking. All right, I got we're going to be able to if if you're able to handle a weapon, a, a say a gun, we've get we've got you we've got you covered on that. I, can, I, I, I think I've, so. I've shot a gun. Okay, I've shot a, some guns. Obviously, we can't if we had to take weapons. We couldn't take all the weapons if we had them. No. What would be your choice of weapons? To I'm take? going with a BCM AR-15. That's what I'm going for. I've Pistol got, on your side. Oh, absolutely. Maybe. Maybe. You know, I I really would really like to have like a sawed-off shotgun for close range. Remington, it on your back. Remington TAC-13. Yes. Perfect. Yes. I think that's that's right up Sem- your alley. Semi-automatic. You strap that thing. Yes. Buck's rolling with the Remington shotgun. I'm breaching the doors. I'm going with the Bravo Company AR-15. What are you going with? Well, first, I'm going to have a samurai sword. You ain't got to worry about ammo with that. It's quiet. My gosh, I love that you're here because I forgot all about like a sword or a machete or something. It's quiet. Don't run out of ammo. You can use it for multiple things. You can cut branches. Exactly. I've, never, I've seen you swing a ball bat, and 
the way you swing a baseball bat, I don't know. I you don't swing see. a baseball bat in a samurai sword. Well, how sword do you swing a samurai sword? With technique. From within? <laughs> From within. Okay. So, no. Samurai yeah. sword. Probably. On your back. Yep. Probably, I mean, if I had one, a AR pistol, 300 blackout. I like Small, that. compact. Yes, and it's going to do plenty of damage. Yep. I and, tell you. And a pistol. I, one thing I just thought of, I could take the blade off my push mower. <laughs> I could, because I just sharpened it like a month ago. You know what? Why take the blade off? Just take the cover off your push mower and ride it around. If they get close to you, their but legs are gone. It's not, it's too. Oh, it's a push. It's too cumbersome, yeah. I can't haul it right well. I don't have one. See what I'm saying? So You get a zero turn riding mower with no guard on it. You're talking. I I like where your head's at. I'll bring my baseball bat and my push mower blade. Oh, I like it. All right, and we're we got to soup up our vehicles. That was that's that's next. So we're my uh, when I'm getting supplies. When I'm getting my supplies, I feel like does anybody have like a? We need to get some Everclear or some moonshine, something really strong. So if we get like cut, or we, we're going, we might be getting in fights with people. People that are trying to loot our stuff, we're going to have to fight them off. So if one of us gets injured, yes, we're going to have first aid. But alcohol, we need alcohol to clean some wounds. I mean, I guess that goes along with the first aids. Um, I'm probably going to grab a bag of chips. <laughs> Because I like chips. Just oh. to settle your nerves and get something in yes. the tummy. I mean, they're light. They're light. E- even if they're crunched up in non- a bag. Non-perishable? Yeah. I mean, you can you can eat chips if they're crunched up. At least you're going to have something. So I'm going to get chips. I'm going to load up my weaponry. Um, What about, like, a hammer? A hammer, some, good. And, yes. And some, like, nails, maybe. Yeah. So something, if we need to build need to build something on hammer the run here. Hammer works two ways. You can use that as a weapon also. Yes, a hammer. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm packing light here, boys. I got some canned food up there. I don't really like canned food though, because like I said, it's gonna weigh you down. It's gonna weigh you down. But no if, expiration. Exactly. You can eat it cold. We're gonna have to have it in our hideout. So we're gonna have to find a place. Then the canned foods will come in great. Closet, whatever. So now that we got our our supplies down, let's. I want to just add one, if infrastructure fails and you know we find ourselves somewhere and it and there's no electricity or no gas power or whatever we got to have some kind of a heat source so we're going to need like some type of a fire starter well that goes back into your bug out bag yeah. too you should have a it's a, a, a lighter a, matches a, bu- a buck out bag. buck out bag a buck out bag you so, should have a sleeping bag fair enough maybe fair a enough. down jacket blankets i mean plenty, the, plenty the, of gas too you talking about you know wound care Fire, cauterization. Yeah. I'm just thinking, thinking along those lines. I like that. I like that. Um, vehicles. Now, Buck, you said you wanted to jazz up our vehicles. What What are you thinking here? Well, I mean, shields on the windows. People ask me all the time, like, are you compensating for something? Because I drive a pretty decent sized truck, right? We all do, and it's that's not, what's good. It's not because I'm compensating. In the back of my brain, I'm thinking one day we might, and I'm going to run some zombies over. Yes. Now, so, the people that are in Sonic and the big diesel trucks and they're revving it up in, in, in Sonic drive through they're compensating for something. All yeah, right? Yeah. Me, no. No. It's not happening. For zombies. For zombies only. So, are we putting, like, um, sheet metal or anything? But see, you got to think this. The apocalypse has already started to happen. We ain't going to have time to be doing that. True. But if we get back to our hideout, wherever it's going to be, we haven't chosen yet. We might have stuff laying around where we can cover up our windows and like um, build like a big old bumper on the front so we can smack these zombies and we're not tearing up our shit. What if uh, we didn't even do the trucks side by side? I was going to say that all terrain vehicles, off roading, off roading. But see that could those could be used as a secondary source of transportation if we have to go somewhere that supply runs. Yeah, off road looting, gas station runs. Um, more supplies at a grocery store. We could use the side-by-sides. And then you even got people hanging off the back with AR-15s if we need them. We, I mean, you can shoot out of a side-by-side. Which you could shoot out of the back of a truck as well. But if we needed to go off-road to get there, side-by-sides. Trucks would be used for a long-distance travel. Yes. Because you load up in the bed, all your supplies. I like that. Yeah. Yep. Trucks and side-by-sides, which we've all got 
trucks. We've got a few side by sides as well. So Corey we're with the K's got a decent sized Jeep that I could probably say would run over multiple zombies at once. Yes, and it can go off road as well. DG, it looks like you got something to say down there. <clears throat> I was just thinking, I have a truck, but it's it's kind of girly. Um, but what about like a like a a decent mountain bike just for like short, just <laughs> hey. listen, just hey, no, no, That's quick, just quick. You know, if you need to run up the road, gather some sticks for a fire or something like Stealth that. Stealth mission. Yeah, quiet. it doesn't. It does. It's quiet. It doesn't make any noise. It's not going to do any damage, but it's going to, especially if there's some kind of a fuel shortage. You know, you can take that from point A to point B, kind of like a horse. But a horse isn't. You know, with a horse, the horse could become a zombie, <coughs> and then that's a whole other bag of worms. Horses don't become zombies. Well, see, that's why he's here. That's why you're here. Quick question to go back to the start. It's probably a little late. Now, what kind of zombies are we talking about? Because that's, if they're World War Z zombies, I'm it doesn't go matter ahead. what yep. you have, it's over. We'll go We'll go original Dawn of the Dead, slow, stupid zombies. There's got to be some runners, though. Somewhat, right? I mean, if... if Let's just... I mean, let's just say... We'll mix in some runners. Does the... does? Here's a question I had. Does the athleticism of the zombie... Depend on the athleticism of the person before they became a zombie. I think so. You would think it, it all depends on what what zombie part you're going off of. I guess yeah. what zombie movie you're going off. So of. I guess we should probably specify that right now, moving forward. Like, what types of zombie are we talking? Have you ever seen about? World War Z with oh, Brad yeah. Pitt? Oh yeah, those things are unstoppable. If it's that zombie, I say we just go with the slow walking zombies. Slow walkers. Okay. Okay. So that's easy. There's, I mean, we could just we'll go Walking Dead zombies. We could go hang out Hell, in my tree stand my and just have fun with them and just shoot them right in the head just for fun. Target practice. Let's see, that'd be the number thing. Yes, it you just get, them, it you get a herd of them. Yeah, we're you're done. We're, we're in trouble here. That's why you better be a good shot. You better be a I good tell shot. You, Headshots only. A good only. place to go would be Loggerham. Okay, we got we got a. Uh, it's not no windows except in his apartment. Yeah, we've got a buddy that has a nice, I should say, shop slash big ass barn slash garage. It's awesome. It's heated. It's cooled. It's got very little windows. Yep. Very little windows, and we could make that our hideout. So is that what we're choosing? We're going for a barn, or are we going? Well, Merrick, go ahead. You got something? I'm saying the prison, man. Okay, so let's 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 find out where a hideout's going to be. Tell me about a prison. What's so good about a prison? I mean, a prison has an infirmary. Plenty of medical supplies. It's got a chow hall. Plenty of perishable foods. It's got a sally port. You know what a sally port is? Yes. Anybody know what a sally port is? So a sally port is an area that you let in and out vehicles. But the gates are never open at the same time. It's got multiple gates. So if one gate's open and say a zombie gets in, it's only getting in one area of the sally port. And then we pick them off. And then we pick them off. So that's how our vehicles get in and out. Of the institution. Without attracting without hordes. Exactly. You have a defense system around. It's called defense. Multiple layers of razor wire, which I've never seen a walker get through razor wire. Yeah, they're getting tangled if up. If anything, I would love to see it because they're just sitting there like a cat. <laughs> just <Yeah>. stuck. <laughs> All right, so I, I like this idea. Keep going. Is I mean, it's it's got everything we need. It's got plenty of space. But see, the to, only, the only people cross. are thinking the same. We're going exact to have to. We can't have a but crowd the more, there. But the more people we get that we can trust, if it, I don't, because that's the whole point is to create a new society after this. Uh, but you can't trust to that, get right? a new normal. This is the end of the world. People are out for blood. They're out for their own. Okay, well, I'd much if it's other, Walking Dead style, there was a group in the prison, and that other group's coming. It's a war. So, so do you want to go to Rickenbacker Airport? I'm, or I'm trying to get off the grid i'm trying to get out of an unpopulated area yeah but it goes back to the point when you do make it to that point when you're off the grid you have got to come back into society at some point there is no society when it's over we got frankfurt we got the iga we got the gas station we're in between courthouse chillicothe this is where our runs come in i just i just there's no i mean yeah longer hands out in the middle of nowhere i mean we're saying us five and our loved ones are all that is doing this we don't have enough people to Guard a whole entire prison. That's what the defense system's for. Somebody drives through the fence. It's it's not going to happen. Big old semi yeah. driving okay. right through it. Whatever. The prison's out. You guys go to wherever. Uh, no, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying this things can happen. There's tons of semis around here. 
I just told you guys that I drove a combine. Why don't we just get in the combine with a freaking head on and we just run them over and chop them up? I mean, that's a hell of a system there. Yeah, just run over a herd of them. Just. I mean, that's like that would be a extracurricular. Just fun. Yeah. Okay. So, are we doing the prison thing or what? It's up to you guys. I tell you, I'm going to be with you. I like. I like the loggerham idea. I like the prison idea probably a little bit more because of the sally ports and the, the fencing and the security. Hell with it. We're doing the prison. Uh, well, I would. I, I just, in this type of situation, I feel like the higher ground you can get to, the better. So, I mean, I would, prison sounds like the best idea to me, but I'd feel a lot better if it was sitting way up on top of a hill with no roads leading to it, which is impractical because it's a prison, but. That would be ideal. That'd be the ideal situation. No zombies are going to come down from you from above. They all got to get up to you. So nobody's going to sneak up on you. You're going to see them coming. You know, you know what I mean? Oh, I know what you're saying. So you're talking like, let's go to Guantanamo Bay. Maybe, but also we got to be near some type of a water source. That's the other thing. And that's why I like the prisons because most prisons you typically have their own water plants. See, I did not know that. They have their own water plants. They have their own compost systems. So all this shit... And within the prison system, you have all this area to create crops, food from within. So when you do run out of chow hall food or whatever, you I mean, that's why everybody's He's got their own trades. He's to The Walking Dead right now, because that's what they did. Well, I haven't watched it since season one, so. Okay, so let's agree on a prison. Fair enough. Prison it is. How many vehicles are we bringing? All of them. We need as many as we can? All of them. Okay. When, when, do you have a big enough garage to keep these in? The, I mean, typically the area is acres upon acres. I mean, technically if we're inside the walls. Yeah. Okay. And the so. thing is, why I like the prison so well is we're in within the fence, so we don't have to worry about if we got to do something, we can get it accomplished. We don't have to worry about looking over our shoulder the entire time if we got to do this or do that. Okay. We've got four trucks, a Jeep, two side-by-sides, and a four-wheeler. So, well, I think our, our vehicles are taken care of. And the prison the has... Dylan can bring his bike. Yes. We can, we can, I'll bring the Huffy. We, we can bring a bike as well. We got the Huffy coming. Now what? We get to the prison. We get everybody gathered. We got supplies. Who's who's in charge? So, someone's got to be named leader of this. Because That's, there's going to be a lot of arguing. So, in this situation, there's going to be a lot of moving pieces. There's going to be, you know... Food is going to be a, a concern. Water supply is going to be a concern. Sanitation. Security. Who's going to keep watch? Uh, what if two people inside the compound have some type of an argument or disagreement? Like, who? How do we settle that? There's just all kinds of things like that to consider. So I'm thinking it might be a good idea to, like, create, uh, like, departments. You know what I mean? Like, a food department. And these guys and girls just worry about like food security, and then like a sanitation department. How do we get rid of all the waste? Or like, how does that all work? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like different different groups of people who oversee different things. Okay. So what do you want to be ahead of? If you had to pick one thing, what do you think you'd be good at? I think I, I'd be okay at like not, like, not like El Presidente. Yeah. Big Chief, but like. Just seeing, overseeing all the different ones and just trying to help the different departments work together logistically. Okay. So like you're, logistics. You're going to be our logistics manager. Okay. In our compound. Buck, what would you like to do? I want to go out and loot. So you're going to be ahead of the runners. The runners. We'll call you the runners department. Yep. So you're going to pick a group of people that's going to go out the, and get supplies. The bad, of, we, the bad of the bad. Yeah. I mean, you're risking it all to yep. bring shit back. Yep. The looters. I like that. Hollywood, what do you want? Security. Security team. So let's talk about security is probably the most important department in our compound. So when you say security, what involves? What do you what's who's getting involved? What I are you need doing? the shooters. Okay. You need someone who knows how to work a gun. I need the shooters. I need the people up in the towers. I need the guys on gate duty getting ready to open that gate when Merritt comes back with the supplies. Quick, smooth. Gates open, their end, gates shut. Okay. So you've you've really got the most important job. And I think I'm gonna be the department manager in the garage. 
I'm I'm taking I'm making sure vehicles have gas, making sure the tires are pumped up, making sure they're secured, making sure that they're um protected with like sheet metal and stuff over the windows. I'm going to take care of the that department. And that's another thing with the prison is most of them already have that inside. Yes. Yes, they've already got to work got, on the state vehicles, the hub buses, all that shit. So Claybird's got all kind of tools. And I I'm I'm bringing also I'm not a mechanic by any means, so I'm bringing people into our compound Big that can, that yes that can help run the garage department. Sure. Okay. How about this? <clears throat> you know we're going to be so focused on survival and and not dying all the time. Like we got to break it up a little bit. Would you mind Rolski doubling as not only transportation supervisor but also entertainment coordinator? <laughs> Absolutely, man! I would love that. I mean, we, have we a gotta, prom dance. Yeah, we gotta have we gotta <laughs> basketball do, games. We gotta break it up some. You know, we gotta have some fun in there. There too. is a, there is a rec facility, so not, I mean, if not, we'll lose our minds. That's what. Yeah, exactly. And there's also TVs, so I mean, we can. I could be ahead of movie night. Yeah. <laughs> We could have like We'd Monday run nights, movie quick. night. Yes. Tuesday nights, board game night. Whatever. You're in charge. I got it's up to I you. love it. I love that. Okay. Yes. I I want that responsibility. I feel yes. like you're the guy for that. On my shoulders, please. I will make a schedule. So we got everybody's got a job now. So let's talk about what if how do you get exiled? Okay, so you know, we got this little mini society cooking here yes. inside this compound. But, you know, people are going to break the rules. Um, stealing food. Stealing stuff. What if uh, What if somebody's just, like, eating all the food, drinking all the water, and not doing any work? How do, how do, That's you know, a problem. How do we deal with that? I don't think that would go for exile. Maybe, like, a week in a cell. Maybe we created... We are in a prison. Maybe we created a judicial department to hear the cases, you know what I'm saying, and decide on the penalties. I feel like that... A very smart female gal could be the head of the judicial. That, I mean, that's up right up their alley. Yeah, not too dangerous. Yep, it's all internal. You yep. know what I'm saying? Nah, you can't give them that kind of. You need somebody. <laughs> you need somebody that thinks logically. That can you know has good reasoning skills. Yeah, I'm about that. I like that. So now we're living in this. We're living in this compound. How long do we think we're going to be here? I mean, it just depends. Until we get back to a new normal. Well, another job. Look, we could take Baby Bird, Miss Hollywood. She's in charge of the infirmary, being a nurse. Yep. I like that. We're going to need one, definitely. Yes. So, how long? I mean, I'm not a big zombie guy. Hollywood, I know you've, you're you big time into zombies. So, how long do these usually last? Like, these movies, are they like over months or years at a time? Any idea? Oh, once this happens, it's it. That's the rest of our lives. There's oh, no coming back. There's no coming back. There's no coming back. This is the new normal. Son of a bitch. Okay, I wasn't expecting that, but okay. So this is our we're this is our home this forever. Is Man. <clears throat> also, this goes into Uncle Buck here. He's he's the looter. What about hunting, like to get meat and like food? That's part. Of, that's on you too. Mm-hmm. So are you are you down for that? Oh yeah, but I mean you got to move in silence. So I'm sitting here in the the sip and serve podcast know, studio, the studio, and I'm staring at a crossbow right now, and that thing's perfect. Yes, I mean it is. I mean we can kill deer and bring them back. And so if I have a suggestion, I'm probably going to take Yig. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking Rick with me. Yeah, he's going to be a looter. He could be a looter. Yep, absolutely. I like that. Also, just a quick sidebar. I thought maybe Troy could. Do the lawn care for us? No. <laughs> Troy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, shit. We had to bring Troy up. <laughs> Troy's going to be in charge of the compost. You know, He's taking care of the shit. Hey, Troy, he could, we'd get him to brew his own beer <laughs> for yeah, the compound. We could. Yes, he could be in. Because that's could, the only thing he's good at doing is drinking. Hey, we never figured out who's going to be the cook. Who's going to cook for everybody? I mean, the person here that likes to cook is Uncle Buck. Food preparation. Man, he can't do that and be a runner. Okay. So is that on the women, too? What about Miss DG? Miss DG and Miss Rolski could probably... I think Miss Rolski would be a hell of a uh, chef in there. Miss DG could... Yeah, she could hold her own. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can all pitch in. I mean, we what don't... What about sure. Corey with the cake? Can he cook? 
He says no. He's shaking his head. He says, I am That's out. That's a hard no. He hard is, pass. He is out. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. I mean, we're living in the compost. Any, th- any other ideas before we move on with our zombie apocalypse survival plan? Anything else? Do we got running water in this place? Absolutely. He said they got their own water system. Water, water plant. plant. Okay. But so, what happens if that goes down? That's what I'm. That's I mean, you got to have somebody that knows. It's not going to be. I mean, I can't say it's not going to be hard to learn, but we could always dig our own well. I mean, yeah, but this, and that it's also coming in from the looters, the runners. I mean, they go to the stream, they take you know milk milk jugs, and they go down there and filtrate it and get it and bring them back. I mean, that's part of the looting. Eventually, the supplies are going to run out. Exactly. So that's why the looters are very very important. They might be the most important people in our them and security are the most important people in our compound. Because they, they have to get supplies for us to survive. We're going to, we have to bring, bring Big Red in. We'll start our own farm. We could, we could start our own farm. We could farm. We definitely could farm. Corn, soybeans. I tell you, what we could do is, instead of just going out and killing animals, maybe maybe trap a couple or capture a couple, bring them back. Oh, absolutely. Start, you can start have, raising them. You can have chickens. I mean, start chickens are an easy, easy way for protein. Pigs. Laying eggs. Exactly. Big Red could be in charge of that, too. A little livestock. Yes. I mean, I love this idea. Livestock. That's a, it's a great, great idea. Anything else? Are we are we good? Are, DG, you look like you got something on your mind. I mean, I, there, there's got to be more. We, but, we can't what just, are, what we, are can't, we missing? We can't just sit here for 45 minutes and have it all figured out. Like, I mean, what are we missing? I mean, the only, the only thing that we might... I mean, it's going to happen. Like Hollywood said earlier is the outliers, the people that, hey, these guys are doing so well. We're taking this prison. Well, not necessarily taking, but are we going to take new people in? I say no. Oh, that's going to happen for sure. People are going to come knocking and say, let me in. So you're saying the original mofos. We're going to have to have people come in to work. I mean, mean, that's the whole thing is to save the society. I mean, I don't know how to work on shit. But, I'm I mean, ahead of transportation. Like you said, you're bring. We're bringing in people we know. Yes. If we I, got people that we don't know coming in, I I agree with that. We're gonna we're gonna stand at the gates and watch them get eaten by zombies. See, that's security. That, you you gotta save. You gotta save society. Yeah, I agree. There is no society. Yeah, there is. It's done. As Dude, long as they're not walking around fucking trying to eat my face. No I don't matter care. how no matter out. how well this goes, people are gonna die. Like every, these, these people are gonna get sick. People are gonna die every day. There's not gonna get. There's not gonna be medicine I mean, it, for like them. Like you said, it's a new normal. People, I mean, in life you die, so people are going to get sick and die. What we're talking about kind of reminds me of like a like a Native American village. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's all primitive. Like it's all technology. Forget it. Electricity. Forget it's it. It's all gone. Like we got. You got figured out. Live off the land and figure it out. And, and that's why I like it so well. Is if. I mean, at some point, the electricity is going to fail. The generators are going to run Somebody's out of gas. Somebody's going to have to build windmills. No, but this is how, like, everything's manu- everything there can work manually. So if we got to get in and out of the fence, we can hand crank it, blah, blah, blah. So we always have a way to get in and out. And there's more than one way to get in and out. Yeah. Let's think about this. Ammunition's gone. We've been there for a year, and we're all out of ammo. You can make your own. You know how to make your own ammo. That is very true. We've got supply, but once again, you're also going to run out of supplies to, you know, yeah. refill your ammo. So that's where the looting comes in, Buck. That's that's where you got to go out and you got to take care of some business. You might have to do a few wrong things. Oh, I'm I'm down with that. <laughs> you're going to have to do some wrong. You ain't always going to be able to Just, do the you, right thing. Yeah, you can't you can't hold that against me when I come back and I got teeth, a necklace <laughs> of teeth wrapped around my neck. Uh, ain't gonna hear nothing from me. Okay. Yeah. I say no survivors. I mean, we're gonna have to be real resourceful. You know, we bring back somebody downs a big, you know, big doe. We we skin it. We use the skin for blankets. We eat the oh, we oh, eat yeah. the meat, and then we turn some of those bones into like spears for the spears fence. and hacksaws and stuff like that. Man, you know that what I'm is, saying? That's Can awesome I make a suggestion? Idea. Yeah. That as long as this goes on and we're inside the fence, that the Sip and Serve podcast still happens. Oh yeah, I mean, so even better idea. Let's do our podcast, but let's let's broadcast it as like a safe we, haven. Yeah, it's like a safe haven. Like we have our own radio show. DG, what do you think? You got anything off that? Yeah, I like that. We we keep we keep it rolling. 
We got. We can't just. You can't just stop the sip and serve podcast because the zombie apocalypse came up. I mean, come on. Yeah. How dedicated are we to this craft? Yeah. So we keep it rolling, but instead of like it being entertainment value type of thing, it's like we give updates, we give broadcasts, we try to provide some hope for people. We give we give people an idea where we're located in case they need a safe haven, something like that. Yes. Maybe maybe at the end of every episode, we uh, put out a secret password in case somebody wants to come to the compound, try to get in. GPS coordinates. GPS coordinates. Uncle, guess- Uncle Buck will come get you, and the looting team will come pick you up if you give us your GPS coordinates. If you can like match like a uh, a secret word password, Uncle Buck can come pick you up and save your life. But that- you give that long, you give that wrong passphrase. Shot dead. You're done. Yeah, it's like they're trying to trap us. Well, yeah, what if they try to like trap us and our looting that's, team that's goes why out it's there? Bad of the bad. Yeah, it's just like we're the lone survivors. Hey, can I come to your guys's compound? What's the What's password? The password? Uh, Yankee Doodles. Pow! That's it. <laughs> Wrong. It was mac and cheese, asshole. With pineapple. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. If we're if we. Honestly, if we have a zombie apocalypse, we're all probably fucked anyway. So moving on. <laughs> now it's time for the Sip and Serve podcast. Listener questions in the question of the week. But first, we would all like to give a quick shout out to Old Canal Smokehouse. They're one of our only and best sponsor we have. They are known for their most unique craft beer selection and rare bourbons to go along with their amazing food. You can dine in, order takeout, or even have them cater your next event. Visit them in their newly renovated space in 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. Thank you once again, Old Canal Smokehouse. You guys are the best. DG, lead us, man. You got it. Uh, First question comes from Marty. You are forced to work at a women's clothing store or line. Now, not that there's anything wrong with that, but most men don't work at a women's clothing store. Which store or line would you pick? Victoria's Secret. I'm selling lingerie all day. They're not even open anymore. Whatever. I'm still I'm working in Victoria's Secret. I'm working in the bra and panty section. I'm dressing the mannequins. It don't matter. I mean, that's the first thing I thought of. So I know what looks good. So I'm going to dress the mannequin up. How's Mrs. Rolski going to feel about that? I mean, I don't know, but I mean, but I mean, that's the question. Where would you want to work? I would work at Victoria's Secret. Okay. That's where I'm working. I mean, as men, we know what looks good on females. So I feel like I could dress a mannequin and like, that's what I like. I figure all men would like that. Women are going to like that. So Victoria's Secret, that's where I'm working. Okay. I guess I'm going to go Ann Taylor. Ann Taylor. What exactly is Ann Taylor? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. I believe it's for like the older women. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I mean, I would love to help an older woman find a nice cardigan to put on when it's cold. Maybe a pair of warm socks. Nice pair of slacks. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll see what happens after that. Okay. <laughs> it's a hard question. It really is. DG, yeah. what do you think? I'm gonna work at like a uh, like a, a ski and snowboard outfitter shop. Like winter clothes, winter pants, just so my wife doesn't get mad at me. Okay. Yeah. So is do they have like regular do they have like regular stores for women's just snow clothes? Probably. Yeah, just like ski pants, ski jackets, you know, toboggans, beanies, mittens for women. Gloves. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Hollywood? I guess I'll go with Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Okay, so you're selling that. You're selling that expensive. Get them shit. rich women coming in there. Okay, that's good sales commission. That's a good answer. That is that's a good, a answer. good answer. That's a that might be the best answer of all. Man, Louis Vuitton Louis is Vuitton getting store. straight commission off oh, these yeah. purses. People are spending hundreds of dollars on. Yep. Thousands. Thousands. I tell you, the customer service is going to be tougher on in that oh, store yeah. though. I bet they're you, expecting the you top notch service. Quality. You would get a one star, probably. Yep. You know, uh, looking back at my answer, <laughs> you know uh, the the part in Christmas Vacation where Chevy Chase is Chevy. leaning over talking to the girl at the <laughs> yes, counter. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Can't see a line, can you, Russ? <laughs> <laughs> DG, next question. Next question is from Cade. 
If you had a time machine and three tokens and each token let you spend a week with someone in their time period, when and who would you go see? Great question. Um, I thought about it and yet, I mean, it, it's pretty cliche answer, but I think this is really what I would do. I would take my three tokens and I'd go back to three of my family members who have passed in the past. And I would say I would spend one token on my grandfather who was a big hunter and I never was able to hunt with him as a kid. So I'd like to go back and be able to go out hunting with him. Nice answer. The next one would be my other grandfather. I'd like to go fishing with him and monk one more time for a week. That'd be awesome. And then my uncle Terry, we worked at, um, a local telephone company around here. Some of the best times of my life. So I would spend all three on family members and do that, be able to do that one more time. I like that. What about you, Uncle Buck? I don't know. This is a tough question. Uh, I would for sure probably, I'm going to lean away from the family. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's pretty cliche, I mean, but that's really awesome, what I'd do. Perfect, or perfect answer, but I think the first one, I'm going to have to go back and chill with Led Zeppelin and the boys. Let's go. That'd be wild. A week with Led Zeppelin just rocking the fuck out. <laughs> I, don't know what if you, I don't know what you'd, if you'd come back from your uh, time machine. Well, I mean, if it broke, it broke. But. <laughs> uh, second, there's another singer. I'm probably going to go back and chill with Kurt Cobain. Man. And wild times in your time machine. Oh, yeah. Wild times is right. And then finally, uh, Sportsline. I heard he was wild. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. The, the great babe. Bambino. The Bambino. The Bambino is my third and final token. Okay. Hollywood. It depends. Are you got, does this have to be uh, like a for sure somebody that was really alive or it's like, because there's different beliefs. I would go back and hang out with the Norse gods like Zeus all those guys. Oh, that's fine, dude. It's your time machine, like dude. Greek, it's your time. I like Greek mythology. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That would be mine. I mean, I know it's not exciting, but... Oh, oh, it's your answer, man. You got three tokens, so that's one of them. <laughs> Where's the other two? <laughs> <sighs> Do I need to come back to you? No. I'm okay. going Paul Walker when he filmed all the Fast and the Furious movies. Just watch him film them? Yep. Okay. Hang out with them. That'd be awesome. Because I like Paul Walker. You know, in the last podcast, I said Paul Walker was in my top five of all time. I thought of you because I knew me and you were big Fast and Furious guys. And then I'm going to go with the with kind of what Levi said, but I'm going Eddie Van Halen. I'm going to go hang out with Eddie. Okay, so there's history. R.I.P. Eddie. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to go. My first token. I'm going to go back and and follow Jesus Christ around for a while. That's going to be wild. Because, I mean, you read about it in the Bible all the time. I want to be there and, and see what that was like in person. See some of those miracles happen in person. That'd okay. Be, I like crazy. that one. It's a good one. My second one, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, I'm going to go around and I'm going to hang out with King Leonidas Ooh. and the Spartan and the 300 Spartans. So that's going back to where we said we were going to be wrestlers, right? When we talked about you said you want to be a— The rest of the, the Spartan. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. That's going to be my second one. My third one, that was tough to think about. Uh, I'm probably going to go back in the like late 50s into the early, like late 60s, and I'm going to hang out with Paul McCartney and the Beatles. I know you're a big Beatles guy. I think that's, that's a good pick, too. I mean, one of the most influential bands of all time. All times. DG, what do you think the uh, your week with King Lionis would be like? Do you think you would be a little too intimidating or overwhelming? Well, number one, I'd be way out of place because, like, you know, I'd be back there wearing my, my black Chuck Taylors and my jeans and my Bengals hoodie, and these guys are walking around with hardly any clothes on, and it's, like, almost the dead of winter, but that's just how they were, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it'd be better if I was, like, invisible. That way they couldn't, like, Fly on the wall. Point me out. Fly on the wall, exactly. Um, I think I'd probably just be in amazement for the most part of the types of lifestyles that those guys lived and the, the stuff they ate and the amount that they trained and the, the things they put their bodies through. The brutality. Just the straight brutality and just the whole lifestyle, man, was just crazy. And, like, when you were a man in Sparta, you didn't have a job. 
your job was to defend Sparta. You were you were a soldier. Yes, you were a soldier. Unless you were some kind of, you know, immigrant from another community or something and then you were like a helot, but you know, it just I don't know. I can't even explain it. But I've read enough books and I've you know, I've watched enough movies and documentaries and stuff. I mean, I would love that I'm, it would just I'm be I'm surprised you didn't have that answer. That's, I'm I'm pissed off I didn't pick it. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be a life changing experience for sure. Corey with K. Cue it. Sipping squad on your feet. It's time for the question of the week. Brought to you by the old canal smokehouse. He's back again, standing tall at the top. He goes by the name of Austin. Austin, it's about time. It's been a long time since you've had the question of the week. The reason, I mean, your question's all right. The only reason it's here is because this is the Halloween Spectacular episode. But anyways, you can pick two popular scary movie characters to help you fight off the rest. Who would it be? And he's listed Jason Voorhees, Pennywise from It, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Ghostface from Scream, Chucky, and Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, you can pick two of these guys to help you fight off the rest. So, it's three versus the rest. You and two of these guys. It's easy for me. I mean, it's pretty pretty simple. I'm taking um, Michael Myers with a butcher knife, and I'm taking Jason Voorhees with a machete. Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, that's my answer. I don't think there's anybody here that could take out Voorhees or Michael Myers. Pennywise just had a balloon, right? <sighs> He played with people's dreams, like he. It was and, like a mental thing. Yeah, he's mental. So that's that's the thing. And Freddy Krueger, he just the same had, way. Yeah, he was the same way, but he had the blades on as like fingernails, kind of. Yeah, I mean, he could he could rip some people up. But when I look at this list, I'm thinking of like big, big, muscular, tall, crazy assholes. Yeah, I want Voorhees and Michael Myers. Leatherface would probably be pretty good with the chainsaw. Because he was a big, tall, muscular dude as well. But what if that thing runs out of gas? Yeah. But Michael Myers, he's just got the big butcher knife. And Voorhees, he's got a machete. And these guys are badass. The movies are awesome. Voorhees and Myers is my answer. Is this what? Which Austin is this? Um, is this that, rat? That would be Rat Face Mole. This is a horrible <clears throat> question, by the way, Otis. <laughs> this is shit. Only because you didn't put the one person that I was going to pick. I'm going to pick. I'm going to go ahead and add him. So Add him. Add him. I'm saying Jason Voorhees and Blade. Blade. Okay. And then that's it. The rest of them are shit. So great, great question, Otis. Who's Blade? Vampire. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. He's from, not really a horror movie. But from uh, Blade. From Blade. Blade. From, from Blade. White Men Can't Jump. I know who Wesley Snipes is. <laughs> Dude, wasn't, wasn't there like several? Wasn't it like Blade Trinity and yep. Blade? Yeah, there's a bunch of Blade movies. Okay. And he he messed people up as well, like bad. So, yeah, he's a good one. I don't know if it is a horror flick or not, but Blade. Blade and Jason Voorhees for Uncle Buck. DG, what are you thinking? I'm going to take Leatherface with the chainsaw. Okay. The chainsaw is a pretty, uh, a pretty intimidating weapon. With it's the, loud. It's loud. It's... Violent, I mean, very, very violent. There's an intimidation factor there. There's so many mechanical things that can go wrong with a chainsaw. I don't care. <laughs> you don't give a shit. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, I haven't seen what movie's Jason in Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. I haven't seen that, so I'm gonna go with Halloween, uh, Michael Myers, because how Halloween's the only other movie I've seen. Really? You've yeah. Not, you haven't seen any of the Screams, the Chuckies? I told you I'm not a big okay. horror movie guy, but uh, Michael Myers and that butcher knife, I, I know he can do some damage with that thing. Yes. So I'm going to go with Leatherface and Michael Myers. Hollywood, I know you're a huge movie guy. I'm about to run down this list. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm not taking Chucky. No. He's, he's a doll. He's a little doll. And I don't know how he kills people in general. It depends on if... 
we're in Freddy's world, dream world, or if we're in our world. If we're in the dream world, I'm taking Freddy Krueger all day. Pennywise, I don't like clowns, so I'm not picking him. Ghostface is just a guy. He gets killed in all the Scream movies, yeah. and there's just somebody else. I'm going to go with Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. Even though Michael Myers is my favorite. He's my favorite as well. I'm, I'm going Freddy and Jason Voorhees. Freddy, man, with them claws. Man, I would hate to just see him just, you I mean, he's just swinging at you. And then things, I mean, how, how long do you think those are? Probably 10-inch blades? I mean, if he gets you in Dream World, you're done. Yeah. Great answer. Appreciate you guys coming out here tonight. Yeah, hey, uh, I know it's Halloween, but you know what comes up next? Thanksgiving? Well, yeah, after Thanksgiving. Christmas? Christmas. When, do, when are you putting your tree up? I know you're a huge Christmas fan. You got that thing the up there. tree will be up for the High State Michigan game. Yeah, it'll be up for the High State Michigan game. but Easy. December 12th, yeah. yeah that's, oh, it'll be up before that. Way the day before after that. Thanksgiving. I think it'll be up before Thanksgiving. But do you know why Santa Claus sack is so heavy? Does this have something to do with donuts? I don't know. I was just going Christmas. Well, do you know why his sack's so heavy? No idea. He's got presents in it. <laughs> he only comes once a year. <laughs> oh, be damned. All right. That'll do it for us. That's the end of our show. If you all enjoyed listening, don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Send us a five-star review if you like the show. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve 5. You can also like us on Facebook. Email us, sipandservepod at gmail.com. Send in those questions. And don't forget about the hotline, 720-3537. Hit us up. We got plenty of gift cards left. We are reloaded. Send them in, people. I just want to thank Uncle Buck and uh, Hollywood for being here. Fellas, after today's conversation, should a zombie apocalypse ever happen, I feel a lot better about my plan and and, and how things are going to kind of turn out so i appreciate you joe burrow keep your head up brother better days ahead i'm dg i'm just along for the ride Corey with the k thanks once again for doing this podcast we made a lot of edits you did great today we're a bunch of lunatics sitting around a table so appreciate you every time i'm rolski stay hot stay safe and we'll catch you on the next episode of the sip and serve podcast Don't forget your buck out bag. Zombie apocalypse. Wild out there. Looters. You don't know who's coming after you. Uncle Buck is a crazy freaking maniac when it comes to this shit. Hollywood, thanks for coming.